All right, welcome back to another episode of the Power Sports Memorabilia Show. I am your host, Matt Powers. Thank you again for joining me. Please visit the website, powersportsmemorabilia.com. Also, give me a follow over there on Instagram, at Powers Autographs. If you like this video, you like this channel, please feel free to like and subscribe. I definitely always appreciate it. Uh, box breaks have become extremely popular in the hobby, not just for sports cards, but also uh, memorabilia as well. Should you be taking part in these box breaks? That's what today's video is going to be all about. We're going to be talking about what are box breaks, uh, why do people do these, uh, should you be doing them? I think you know my answer on that one. And also, what should you possibly do instead of doing box breaks? All right, so let's jump right into it. What are box breaks? A box break is when you take a particular product, for example, like the 2020 Panini Prism Hobby Box, and a breaker or the person who owns the box opens it live on Instagram or YouTube, and you can buy into this break. Uh, you're either picking spots at random or you're going to pick a particular team. Uh, for example, you can uh, choose a particular team such as like the Los Angeles Chargers. You pay for that spot ahead of the breaker opening that product up. And after they open all that product up, you get all the cards for that particular team that you picked. All right. Uh, so since there's 32 teams, there's going to be 32 spots. You can pick multiple teams, but typically people only probably pick the team that has the best card options or their favorite team. Uh, some teams may cost more than others. So, for example, the Chargers might be one of the more expensive teams just simply because they have the Justin Herbert rookie card that's in this box. And then, again, you only know the cards after everything has already been opened. So it's a complete gamble. <laughs> and you know how I feel about gambling. Uh, again, there are many other ways to run a box break, but this is just one typical way of doing it. Okay, why do people do these? Well, first off, entertainment value. Okay, it's, again, just like when you go to Las Vegas, it's extremely exciting to see cards getting put down the table. Uh, you're doing the roulette wheel, whatever it is that you are doing. Okay, gambling is a rush. People get excited about it, and that's why people do it. Sometimes you're going to hit nothing. Sometimes you're going to hit the mother load. But that's one of the main reasons why people do it is entertainment value. Again, another reason is you're hoping to hit a big card on the cheap. Okay, let's say, for example, you bought into that Panini Prism Hobby break and you had the Los Angeles Chargers and you paid a, let's just say you paid $100 for that particular spot and you got a Justin Herbert rookie card and you got an autograph one, right? Boom. Okay, you're, you're way up there. You've got, you're only into that card for 100 bucks. Huge hit, right? You're winning big. But let's say you picked the Los Angeles Chargers and nothing came. You didn't get any Herbert rookie cards, okay? You basically just wasted $100, all right? Uh, another reason is people only want cards from a particular team. Let's say you're a big Chargers fan and you only want cards for that and that's all you want. Go ahead and buy into that break and you will get those cards. You don't want to waste your time with any other teams. That's your favorite particular team. Another reason is you don't have the funds to maybe buy the entire box. So let's say you're real searching for a Herbert rookie or you're just, again, you want all those Chargers cards. It's an easy way to do that on the, I guess, on the cheap. Should you be doing them? <laughs> like I said, this is a straight gamble and we all know who wins when you're gambling, okay? The house wins every single time. In this case, the house is the breaker. They win regardless if you win or not, every single time, okay? There's only one or maybe two people that actually hit a fairly decent card in a box, and again, it depends on which box you get. You may have a, a string of everybody's hitting great cards, okay? You may have some duds, 
but the averages say that you're probably going to have maybe one, maybe two good cards in a particular box, okay? It's not going to be worth the time of most people that are doing this particular break. The odds are just simply not in your favor, okay? The numbers don't work. Uh, let's take, for example, the, that Panini Prism Hobby Box again. On average, it has two autographs per box, okay? So there's 32 teams. Let's say there's 32 spots, which means you've got a 1 in 16 shot to get an autograph card, okay? And that's assuming it's of somebody of any value, right? So that's 6.25%, okay? Not great odds. Uh, I, quick little story here. I, I once saw a guy try to buy a, not a very expensive item, it was a Dwayne Way 2003 Tops, not the Chrome, just the base Tops, PSA 9, which is about a $150 retail card. He bought into a, uh, the guy had five of them, so he was doing one, the guy bought into a break, he'd do another one, he bought into that break, so he did that five times, spending $25 each time. He spent $125 trying to get a $150 card. Okay, does that make any financial sense? No, he should have just gone out and, and bought the card himself or maybe bid on one or whatnot. He would have had a better chance of, of getting a better price on that one than just throwing money at this particular thing, okay? I think he actually ended up doing a couple more times and maybe ended up spending close to 200 or something like that. He over, way overspent what this card was worth. It's just absolutely insane. It doesn't make any financial sense to do that, okay? Your odds are not in your favor. Another downside is you really have no idea what condition these cards are going to be in, okay? So let's take, for example, you get a uh, Justin Herbert rookie card, right? What if the centering's off? What if it's got a scratch on it? What if the corners are soft? You just don't know when you're buying into these breaks the condition of the cards. Uh, I would only, if you're going to be doing breaks, I would only do it for pure entertainment value, okay? So you've got, you know, all your bills paid, kids' college funds taken care of for that month, houses paid for, you've got some extra cash at the end of the month that you want to just have a little bit of fun with. That I've got no problem with, okay? But if your strategy is, hey, I'm trying to hit a big card, right? Trying to hit a big card, and I'm going to be doing box breaks after box break after box break trying to hit this big card. You're just not going to be able to hit that card. It's just the odds are not in your favor. That is a terrible strategy. You will not win with that strategy. Um, uh, last thought is most breakers are you know are not really advising you up front on this uh, on these breaks as far as what your odds are to. Some have actually started doing that. But just note that you know it's not really in their best interest to tell you that the odds are terrible for you to hit a decent card. Okay, so have all your information going into these breaks beforehand. Know what your odds are, odds are, and if you're comfortable with those odds, by all means, feel free to do it. It's your money. But again, like I said, the only people that win are the breakers here. Okay. And a side note, uh, you know, Big Brother's always watching, and. <laughs> Big Brother probably knows about this, and Big Brother's probably going to regulate these at some point. Okay, so that's just something to keep in mind. Not fun by any means, but something to keep in mind next time you do a break, all right? So what should you be doing instead? You know, if you've watched any of these videos here, I'm all about uh, not just saving money, but allocating resources appropriately in the best possible way to get the best possible odds and have the most amount of fun in the hobby. I'm a, I'm a big fan of just going out and buying the card that you want. You know, take, for example, you want that Justin Herbert rookie card. Take the funds that you're going to spend on these breaks and go out and find one that's nicely centered, that's got really good condition, or buy a graded one if you want to, but go out and buy that card. Yeah, it's not as fun, as exciting as gambling and doing a box break, but you're not wasting resources. You go out and you get that card, you can enjoy it, okay, and you're not wasting a whole bunch of time and money going ahead and doing all these box breaks. 
So in my opinion, box breaks are a complete waste of time and money. You're better off uh, just doing something else. And again, you're only making the breaker rich. He's the only one that wins every single time. So hopefully this helps you guys with box breaks. Again, I'm not completely against them. I'm all for everybody making money and having fun, but just know the information before you go in to doing a break. Okay, know what your odds are, know why you're doing it, have the money to be able to do it. Don't be going into debt to do these dumb things. Okay, have all the information and then you decide what you want to do. Okay, again, follow the website powersportsmobility.com and also check me out over there on Instagram at powers autographs. And I will see you on the next episode.